ready. Let's do it. Episode of the Whack of Impact'em Podcast, and this is your host, you know, the Pillar Shadow Pillar. And today we got the co-host back. Yeah, yeah, folks, how you guys doing today? Oh my God, Chad, listen, I'm over here tearing up. I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know if you're trying to do a flashback or not, but I think the beginning of that thing almost sounds like Sanford and Son music. <laughs> <laughs> So for all you listeners out there, you, you guys oh, already been hearing Lord. a few podcasts going on, and, and Dwight hasn't been here. You've just been hearing the crickets over here for the co-host, and because he has some family dues he's already planned out there in uh, Atlanta and then Oregon, and during that time, I just, I just couldn't wait. I had to jump on this, get this going, because I had the big hand slam for the Whack of a Pack of Podcast up there at the CGM. And uh, I had to get it going. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I've, I've listened to both episodes. It was freaking epic. I mean, it was really good. I I was looking forward to this. I was like, man, dude, I can't wait to get back. You know, <laughs> even though that I had a great time in Atlanta, you know, visiting my dad's last living brother, last living sibling, spent a week with him. It was an amazing time. I, even my brother and I, we even hung out a little bit, and, and we kind of hashed some things out, and, and we're working even more in our little relationship, but I tell you, brother, that 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 trip to to Oregon to check on the house, whoo, man, I had a great time. It was I, I just love it up there. Nice, it is beautiful. You got to get up there, brother. There's a guy. Rough. Wait, well, well, hold on, oh, real okay, quick. Okay, hold okay, on, Dwight. Okay. We're gonna get right into that Oregon talk. But first, I want to say uh, thanks to my sponsor out there. Or our sponsor out there, Wild Edge Inc., baby. Big Drew out there. Check out Wild Edge Inc. for the saddle needs. He has it all, dude. Like, if you want to get in that tree, elevate, get that saddle, baby. We're bringing the saddle to the West Coast. It's going to go down, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and also, go out and check out my guy, Mark, out there, SoCal Hunt Fish or JT Hunt Trip. They got this new gig going out. It's the Mountain Kennel, Mountain Bound Kennels. Yes, yes, I saw that. Okay. Absolutely. And great guys. Yes. Great guys, I tell you. I mean, I've only I've hunted with them, hung out with them one time, but I tell you what, real good down to earth people. And I tell you what, they, they're honest also. So And solid, absolutely. loyal dudes, right? Yes, absolutely. So 100%. They, they started this business, okay? It's they're got dog kennels, boy. Dude, you know it was amazing. It was a trip. And I guess I'll, I'll get to me once I get to me. But <clears throat> excuse me. Homeboy started off as a bird hunter, and dude, I was like, yeah, and it, it was amazing because I know we sat at the, at the camp in Arizona, and we never even talked about how how he got into hunting or anything else. But sitting there listening to him, where his love was bird hunting, you know, just walking the fields and doing stuff like that. And that's yeah, that's where I got started. That's where it all started with me. That same type of thing. So this guy knows what he's talking about when it comes down to what, what a dog needs and everything else. That's where that's where his life's been. That's and he's got he's dogs. Yeah. So he knows what kind of kennels and stuff like that, the transport and everything. Because I was even wondering. But the once he told me where his love has been, 
throughout all these years and where he started. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, homeboy knows about these dog kennels and stuff. Yes. So I can't wait to see uh, what they look like and everything else because oh, I, I heard them talk about it. They got they <clears> got <throat> them going. They look dope. I mean, they got USB. I mean, that dog, <laughs> USB. I mean, come on now. Come on. Dog kennels with USB? Lights? <laughs> fucking heating beds? Hey, I'm literally like... We should get one so if we ever get in a doghouse, we could go and, and, and you know what? Sleep pretty damn good. I seems like it. I tell you what, don't just all you gotta do is throw another piece of carpet probably in the bottom of that thing. Well, that. They probably got foam uh, pedia. What, what is the what's the name of those? What's the I, name of those? I know what you're talking I know what you're talking about. But they, he, sort, of, <laughs> sort of sleep mattress. Something like that, right? Now. What, what's that? That one, that one dude who sells all the mattresses. Mr. Sleep. Pillow? Yeah, no, no, not Mr. Pillow. The sleep comfort of that dude is whatever. He goes, oh, Bill. What's that? I can't remember the damn commercial. But he screams, oh, no, or whatever that thing is. But anyway. So, yeah, go out and check out my guys. Check out Mountain Bound Kennels. They don't have the mattress. Me and Dwight just added that in there. So, like, I don't want you guys, like, hitting them up. We're like, oh, yeah, the breaking deals, the mattress. There's no mattress guys i don't know anything about that i just know they got usb water tray lights trays and they're very comfortable it's gonna be great bird hunting's coming up guys so you know or even guys that are hunting with dogs with sheds you know what i mean you yeah. guys got a dog yeah. it's like your family member treat that family like it's like imagine you going home after a hard day of work and jumping in bed your dogs wanted too they're out Absolutely. there working all day they need that comfort <laughs> go check them out baby they're in town they're racking it up let's get it baby so now, <laughs> to my man, D. Will yes, Dwight. Yes, yes, yes. So you're, so you're back up in Oregon. You're oh, talking dude, about wait, it. But you know what? Why don't you tell? I don't know if you spoke about this or anything. Why don't you tell him how we met? That's it. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, why don't you tell them? Because you, know, you know what? I mean, I know all the I've met all the guys that you've met and known everything else. So I kind of got a little understanding. But the thing is, though, is that you know you probably mentioned me or what, but they don't know where did you find this fool? Where did it, you know? <laughs> I will tell you this: it is an accident and funny. But I'll tell you what: I'll let him tell the story. All right, all right. <laughs> and for all your listeners out there, don't get anything twisted, okay? I don't want anybody to be thinking like, "Oh, Chad, this and that." Okay, but this is the deal. <laughs> so I go to this local watering hole by my house, and it's pretty much 90% law enforcement. Yeah. Well, back then it was. Right. I don't know about really much now, but right. back then it was 90% law enforcement. I'm the only guy in there with tattoos all the way to my hand. I mean, yeah. But it was really nice at the bar watering hole. It was yeah. so close to my house, so... I, I could literally walk home all ripped up. It would, be, it would be fine. So one evening, uh, I think it was Lakers season or whatever, we're out in there, and I go in there, and I'm, 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 I'm drinking away. I'm having a good time. And after about four or five, I get a little saucy. <laughs> I, I get a little saucy. You know that. And you see, he hasn't even had four or five yet, and he's already saucy. So just imagine how <laughs> saucy that fool is after four or five. <laughs> Ooh, shit. So I'm in there, I'm drinking away, and there's a brother in there. And by the way, if anybody knows Dwight, Dwight is like us. He's like six, seven, big chiseled black guy. I mean, this guy's like 
That's wow. a little bit of exaggeration. Ain't no chisel. <laughs> Maybe 20, 30 years ago, I was chiseled. You're like the Black Rock. <laughs> yeah, right, Black Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that money, that rock money. <laughs> so I'm in this bar and I'm having a good old time. And there's this black dude in the bar and he's like talking about hunting. I'm doing a hunt and I'm hunt, 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 hunt. So I like, I'm a hunter. So I got involved. I went and started talking to the guy. He's showing me pictures. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, he's like, dude, we should go hunting together. Let's go out. Let's get it. I'm like, dude, I am down to go hunting. Let's do it, right? Well, I don't, I don't hear from the guy. Like I'm going to say like maybe two weeks go by. It could have been close to three weeks. Never hear from this guy again. I go into the bar. I, cause it's, like a, it's like a ritual sometimes on the way home from work. <laughs> Got to cap off. <laughs> Just like you said about the dog after a long day's worth of work, right? <laughs> Hey, that's what Mark needs to do. He needs to have a little beer in there for those dogs in that mountain-bound kennel. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I go in there, and I think the Lakers are on. And I go in there in my Lakers jersey. I remember in my Lakers jersey, I go in there and having a good old time. And this guy shooting his mouth off on the left side of me at the end of the corner and happens to be this black guy. And I look over, and I'm like, dude. This is the same guy that was just talking shit like three weeks ago. So now it's like time to bust his balls because I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm the guy that literally if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Do it. You don't back out because my, my dad and your dad, Dwight, yep. they raise a, your word is everything. Man, Man your, word. your word, baby. Period. Right? Just like Hand, handshake. Yep. I Absolutely. remember back in the day, uh, a handshake. You didn't, something. Need, you didn't need to sign no paper. No contract. Hand, no nothing. Handshake. You said it and that was it. That's it. Right? Period. We're the same generation. Absolutely. That's why we're a great team. Absolutely. 100%. And, yeah. We're a great team. Wait, we are the ebony and ivory of <laughs> podcasting, dog. <laughs> hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to try to catch up to uh, Howard Stern and a little, little black girl, but I ain't as good looking as she is. So. <laughs> you are Robin. That's, hey. right, that's right. That's, a, that's the first ebony and ivory. <laughs> Robin and, and Howard Stern. Hey, next time we share camp, I call you Robin. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. Because <laughs> we already shared some wall tents together. Yes, we have. 100%. <laughs> So I see this guy and he's running his mouth off saying he's a bow hunter. And now I'm thinking like, wow, three weeks ago, he's never said once that he hunted with a bow. He was a bird hunter and he hunted rifle, but that was okay. I didn't mind hunting with a rifle because I was just looking for new guys to hang out with. Right. Now, all of a sudden, this guy's saying, oh, I'm a bow hunter. <laughs> I hunt bows. I'm an archery. This and that. I shot an elk. I'm like, I don't remember this dude one time ever saying, let alone he hunts with a bow. But he surely did not tell me he shot an elk because that would have spiced me up, that conversation. I don't care how many bears we have. Because <laughs> right. we've had so many bears around many different camps and a lot of good camps. Absolutely. And any kind of big game animal gets brought up, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm all ears. And all I, got, ears. I got big ears for a reason. <laughs> Okay. So now it's time to bust this guy's balls. And I go over to him. And I sit kind of like standing in between them. 
And I remember saying, yo, yo, what's the deal, dude? You say you want to go hunting? And he's like, well, yeah, I'll hunt. Because he didn't get what was going on. He just goes right, yeah, I'll go hunting, I'll go hunting. I'll go, all right, well, what's up, dude? And he tells me, well, I got this buddy that he can set us up on Africa trip. I told him, like, oh, you don't remember? And I'm telling him, you don't remember my bucket list? I told you three weeks ago. Africa, dude. I want to do Africa. I want to do a caribou hunt. Let's do Africa. Right. And Dwight says, oh, I got a boy. Guy, he's a good pastor right here. He's uh, He'll set us up with boss safaris yep. out there in Africa. And I'm like, all right, hit up your boy. And literally, guys, maybe the next day or two <laughs> days later, I go in, I stop in, and I look, and I say, what the fuck? <laughs> There's two black guys. <laughs> What's the odds? Because in this bar. That's right. It's rare. Yes, 100%. Not being racist. <clears throat> no, not being racist. It is, it, it's just a bar. And I've been going there for years and haven't seen any black guys. Right. And all of a sudden now, <laughs> within a month period, there's two black guys, one hunting. They're both hunters. Well, I'm glad I picked the right black guy to hang out with and be my partner. <laughs> Woo! Because you know what? I realized then I was like looking back and forth at each other and I was like, wow. All right. Well, I better hang out with the guy that hunts with a bow <laughs> and elk hunter because that's how I want to go. I, I'm not a bird hunter, and right. you do a little bird hunting Absolutely. too. Absolutely, it's coming it. up for you. Absolutely. And that was that night, and it was just—it was pretty ironic. We all had a bunch of laughs about it. It was pretty hilarious. That was, it was funny. He didn't know which black guy he was talking to till later when he saw both of us sitting in there. I'm just laughing. But I tell you what, the best way the best way to describe that whole thing, it was love ever love ever after. <laughs> after that. Absolutely. <laughs> we have gone and done some wonderful things together. And it's it has been such a treat, you know, have such a good friend. Especially like for me, I didn't start bur uh big game hunting until two thousand nine. And the crazy part is that uh my dad got me a rifle in my early 20s to go do it because I always wanted to do an elk hunt. Always. I just, I just wanted to go elk hunt. I wanted to do big game hunt. But my dad gave me this, got me this rifle. But I never wanted to go do hunting with a rifle. It's just, I don't know what it was. It was just that I just didn't want to do it. To me, it just didn't seem, and I'm not docking any of you guys that use rifles. Don't get me wrong. I think a person who uses a rifle, it does take a lot of skill. But the fact, that, But for me, you're just talking about me. But for me, it's not It's not about that rifle. It's about that dang, that bow. It's, to me, it's a little bit more challenging, and I've always wanted to do that. So um, in 2009, I was able to get somebody to uh, show me what archery was all about. Someone showed me what uh, how to pick out a bow. Dude, uh, that Big Mike. Yeah, Big Mike from Turner's. He was, I met that young man when he was... Uh, just a uh, uh, working at Turner's over there in La Puente off of yep. uh, Francisquito. Right by my mom's house. Yeah, absolutely. Was, yes. And I tell you what, you know, I reached out to him, and I, he took me to the store and helped me pick out a bow and everything else, and then even went with, me to, went with me to the range. And while I was there at the range, I tell you, he showed me a lot. But then I met these guys from work that were once a week. They were going out to Aronco and, 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 and doing it. And then they were teaching me. And then after that, it was like, man, it was 
I was with Good Pastor. Good Pastor and I uh, was at you know at the at Long Beach, the what's that Fred Hall show? Uh-huh. Yeah, the Fred Hall show. And Good Pastor got an elk hunt for both of us. And my God, I tell you what, that first year, first oh, so time you out, already shared a, a, a camp with? Yeah. Oh, I never knew yeah, that. Dude, absolutely, all the time. absolutely. And I mean that was that was the another camp that I shared with Good Pastor was that uh, goose hunt in in Colorado, but we hooked up that uh, he hooked up that uh, elk hunt in Montana, and I guess when I got my first elk, hey man, it was amazing. So you shot with a bow, yeah, shot it with a bow. I have never shot any animal with the rifle. I mean, I still got that. I still have that rifle. I only shot that rifle at the range, but I that rifle is never pointed on an animal, and I and I not that I don't regret it. You know, I still want to shoot that bow. That bow is just amazing. It's just, I mean, you, you, come on. You've been doing it a lot longer than I have. And you're, you're just as addictive as I am to that, to that, that yeah. bow hunting. You know what I'm telling you? And I, and I just want to continue doing it. Oh, dude, you know what? You know, I, I know, I know this is not real a <clears throat> political podcast, but I don't know how many of you guys out there that know or you know that Biden has just cut funding for schools that teach archery. Ridiculous. Can you believe that? No. No. And you know what? sick. And I'm so glad that you are here because there's been like previous casts. And and you guys will know that there will be some podcasts coming up uh, in the future within a few of them because like I have a few already saved up while you're gone, Dwight. So you guys will see or hear some podcasts Dwight isn't in them, but – we're going to interact um, so you get my guy all the time also. But there's been times in, the, in some of these previous podcasts that I've done that I totally stayed away from the politics because there's only two guys I know that know <laughs> politics like anything. And you and Ernie. Ernie Hook and you are two of the most politic guys I've been on it. And I love it because you know what? I learn a lot from you guys. Right. And there's a lot Appreciate of times. There's a lot of times like. I shut up and listen right. and absorb what you guys are saying because I, I, I'm oblivious to some of this stuff. Right. And I, I go and I appreciate the knowledge that you guys share with me. Yeah, I learned and I and right. I have about it. and I did hear about that. Can you come? What? What are you doing? I mean, it's almost just like it's almost like defunding the police, in my opinion, or or the fact of the matter is that you know. You have these young men or kids or whomever that are not as fortunate, you know, and so now you're teaching them something else. You know, I, I don't know. I just, it was amazing to me. And I'm not going to uh, attack the guy, which I know some of you guys think I should. And, I, you know, and, there, and there's other things that I could attack this administration about. But why are you going after a small group of children? I mean, I think somebody said there's only like there's like three million, three million students that are involved in these types of programs. How does that have an impact on what you need to do? That you want to start taking something from them? You want us to be out in the outdoors? I mean, you know as well as I do. Since COVID, what's happened with in the outdoors? Blown up, blown, blown up, dude. When I went to the uh, in Nashville uh, this year. SCI, right? You don't know how many. And remember, I came home and told you this. You do not know how many guides or outfitters said the best thing ever happened to them was COVID. 
was COVID because people started lining up, wanted to go outside, wanted to go shoot, wanted to go do things they never had done before. You know, I mean, look, like you told me about Arizona when you had the over-the-counter tags for archery. No more, right? No more. Yeah. Draw. Yeah. Or, or, oh, no, they, they only a lot like 2,500. Yeah. See, it's... It, 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 it. Now you're starting to mess with people who want to enjoy life. Why take that away from them? Right. You know, and it makes no sense. And and not only not only that aspect of it, all of a sudden now, I remember some of these hunts, you can get half the price. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay? Oh, yeah. You get all these Jackie Jacks out there, all of a sudden, oh, and you know the, you know the bad part about it is, is... These guys are taking their hunting safety course online. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. I've heard stories already of guys at work, and there are ladies at home doing their hunter safety course. <laughs> or their kid, huh? Yeah. And they get a hunting license, right? And now they can go hunting. Wow. They don't know dick squat about anything, but they go hunt. They got a hunting license. Wow. Okay? That's crazy. What do they do? They get on the internet. I, okay, you know what? I'm not an elk. All of a sudden, you're an elk hunter. Yeah. I, I believe in the guides. Yeah. Okay, I don't... I know a lot of people out there like, oh, no, you're going on a guided hunt. You know, fuck uh, off. They, they, I, I, me too, dude. I, I am a firm believer in guides. They know where they are. Yeah. They know... I mean, we don't live there. You know, especially you're going to... We don't know... It's like you knowing <clears throat> these mountains up here. Because you're there. You're in them. You can guide up there if you wanted to. But the fact is, when you're going someplace out of state or someplace in California, Northern California, you don't know. You know, you you're not, not familiar. Know. Hey, and you're, you're, you're on short time. Yeah. You know, some of us still work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And right. So we're limited. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's not like, oh, guess what, Dwight? Me and you, we're going to New Mexico. We got a bull tag. Let's go. Right. And we're going to go spend a month out there. Because you know what? I, I, I guarantee you, in a month period, me and you find them. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and we'd be on it. I if think, we had the time. I think in right. I think in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unless you got lucky, and people do, right. go to an area, stumble, like, oh, shit, and find a mother load, okay? <laughs> yeah. And figure out and get a game plan. It absolutely. Happens. Absolutely, it does. it does. But realistically, it doesn't really happen no. like that all the time. Absolutely okay? not. So... I don't mind. You know what? I don't mind. Right. I don't mind. I work hard for my money. You work hard for yours. You Absolutely. put your time in. You've Absolutely. done it all your years. I Absolutely. mean, we've done it. Yeah, we have. And I mean, look at what you said. You know, when we first started hunting together and everything else, what was one of the first things you said? It was amazing to you, you know, when people say, well, I can't afford it. And you you said almost 98% of the guides or the outfitters We'll let you make let you make payments. Make payments up until the time to go. Make payments, and the thing, and and you have. I'm not saying, hey, oh, dude, it's this is August right now, right? Okay, I'm not telling you guys out there listening. You want to hunt elk? Go get a guide. In three weeks, when the rut starts in September, <laughs> I'm not telling you that. Of course. Okay, and if you're thinking that, yeah, you know that's wishful thinking. Yeah, I mean, because now it's like not not anybody have anybody has five because they're about five thousand dollars. Right. Okay. I mean that's realist. That's what it is. Right. 
I'm not telling anybody out there like, okay, this is August seventh or whatever it is right now. It's close. It is yeah, probably six. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Go go to your bank. Screw your wife and your family over. Take five grand out and go <laughs> hunting in three weeks. No, I'm telling you that you can book a trip and think ahead now. Because back when I was a kid, I never thought ahead. I was always thinking in the now. Yeah. Like, okay. Exactly. Only, we only think up to our face. Right? You're damn right. If it ain't in our face, it again. <laughs> and there was a lot of hunts that I missed out on. And, the, and there was, there was I mean, there was a caribou hunt I missed out on, right? Because I was like, I didn't plan for it. Right. And then when they brought it up, I was like, when are you guys going? We're going in three weeks. Ah! <laughs> I'm fucking 20 years old, dude. I'm fucking like out fucking sniffing tail and drinking beer, dude. Like, you know, I was 21. I, I just had just got my, I just got 20. I remember 20. I just went from Vegas and like. I was just like, dude, I'm looking for pussy. Absolutely. That's all the thing was on our mind back then. Yeah. That's it. All Nothing else. Yes. <laughs> running wild. 21 years old, running wild, thinking I had all the answers. I, I knew the world. I had it. Don't, I don't listen to my mom and dad. I, you listen to me, deal, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> we all been there, yeah. done that. <laughs> if you plan right and accordingly, there's no excuse. Right. One year out. Yeah, absolutely. You have a year. And that's how we yes. and you've been doing. Absolutely. And the trips that we've been planning, uh I think it's all of them been a year. Yeah. Only one only one that just came up, jumped up on us. Well, the two of them. Remember that when we went and hunted uh, New Mexico, oh, that wasn't oh, a year. Oh. And that was that was a that was just a straight bam bam. And then the hunt that we're going up in Oregon. Yeah. That was you know, but, that was in May. You know what I'm saying? Right. That was, yeah, that was that was that's the only ones to where it was like a pinch. We're in a little pinch, but besides that, no, yeah, it's always been about a year, and and it works out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. can make all the accommodations. <laughs> hey, there's no reason anybody out there uh, can't do something yeah. in a year period. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean heck, think about it. I mean, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. I mean, go, you know. I mean, if you really, really enjoy hunting as much as we do, I mean, heck, you know what? There's a lot of cans out there. Not saying you you broke or whatever else, but you know, get hey, collect cans, collect plastic. I mean, do whatever it is that you can do so that you can do it now. Because you know what, none of us are promised tomorrow, brother. None of us. And that's a darn truth. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not promised tomorrow. So I tell you what, you know, talk to your wives, girlfriends, or whatever else. Just you know, and if it's something that you really want to do, you want to get done, or you want to just bucket list or whatever, just. Get out there and do it because it, there's nothing greater than being out there, being out in the outdoors, and plus at the same time, you enjoying something that you want to do. So, you know, it's, it's making sacrifices. It's like you raising a family. You're making a sacrifice, you know. We we make the sacrifice. We, we sacrifice for to raise our children, you know, so they, they so the things that they have and stuff. So what I'm telling you guys out there is, hey, you know, if you see a hunt out there, the, like the hunt that we're going to go do in 2025 is a, is a moose hunt, the Yukon moose hunt up, up in Alaska. And we're going to try to book it out until 2025 or even 2026. I mean, because it's really expensive, and, you know. But the bottom line is that if it's what you want to do, <clears throat> get after it. Go do it. And make it happen. It, you will make it happen. Yes. If you really want to do something, it you make it happen. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I know. Yeah. Because there's like things I've like. I don't, yeah, you'll make it happen. <laughs> you, you know, you just stop going to Starbucks a little bit. Absolutely. Stop. A $5 cup of coffee, yeah. is it? 
Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't think it's Starbucks. Well, <laughs> I think you're right, though. Yeah. Stop going to fast food joints. I mean, that's no joke. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. change, your, change your habits to where you have some money coming in. Yeah, and that'll work out, right? Absolutely, yeah, 100%. But I tell you what, get after it. That's the chat would say, get after it. Because the bottom line is, is that, you know, I'm 57 years old, and I didn't start archery hunting until 2009. And I tell you what, it's even tough on me. And, you know, and I'm trying to get some hunts in before it, before it gets to a point that uh, I can't do hunts anymore. You All know, right. So, <laughs> Don't be the guy that says, I wish. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish I got to do that. That's my bucket list. Oh, well, yeah. dude, if you got a bucket list, get on it and start checking those bucket lists. Yeah. Because, like you just said, Dwight, there's going to be a day. That all you're going to do is look at the bucket list. Yeah. And, and the just, bucket list is still full. And just say, I wish. Yeah. And good thing that, hey, we, we, we've been checking off that list. <laughs> yes, we have. Oh, yeah. man. Well, Tell we you. did in Africa. <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, that that day, a uh, couple of days after we met at that bar, Dwight, he uh, he sets up the Africa trip, dude. And, and literally, we went to Johannesburg. We went to Johannesburg for yep. what well, was supposed to be 10 days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We end up doing seven because on takeoff, our engine blows off. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Nose up in the air. And all of a sudden, bam. And there we go back down. And there we sit back at the airport for two days. Hey, we're hey, we back to our little watering hole. Everybody goes, what are you doing here? I thought you guys were going to Africa. Oh, yeah. The plane blew up. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey, and good, good, good thing the Lord was shining on our little asses that day because yeah. Lord, that would have been shitty. Uh -oh. oh, at thirty thousand feet, that engine blow off. <laughs> I would have shit myself. Oh, dude, we probably wouldn't be doing the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there definitely wouldn't be a whack of a packing, baby. Oh yeah, it'd be like crickets for everybody, right? <laughs> so you just did your little trip to Atlanta. Oh, dude, I tell you, my, that, that, uh, my uncle Matt, he is a. Uh, Hell of a man. He is a hell of a brother. Um, he was a hell of a brother to his brothers and his sisters. He, oh, I think it was a couple of his uh, sisters and brothers got real ill, and him and his other sister on Helen took care of him and everything else. He was a retired battalion chief from uh, St. Louis, and uh, he's just he had a he had a, he had one of the best bars in St. Louis called the Speakeasy. I've never been there. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hey, I heard that. Hey, there's a there's a, the name of it was called Speakeasy. Speakeasy, yeah. So there's in really St. Louis. A, there's really a saying all over towns. Hey, you want to go to the Speakeasy? All right. And it is what it is is it's like a hole in wall underground bar. Oh, this one underground it was right there. He showed me pictures of it. Not <clears> underground, <throat> but like right. I got know. you. But this place was it was right on the corner, and he just made a killing. I mean, like I said, he was a fireman. You know, and he said, you know, that place was just packed with firemen, police officers, administrators, everything. He goes, they cook food back there. He uh, he said he just got tired of doing it. I mean, he's he's gonna be ninety in January. Oh, so yeah, so but he's just, it was a good time. I had a great time with him. And then after that, you know, is that bar still open? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Did you go there? No, because oh. he lives in Atlanta, but this place is in St. Louis. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, his his place, the place is in St. Louis, but my brothers have gone there. And they told me about that place. They told me, say, yeah, that like that place was off the chain. He goes, that place was just pumping all the time. 
law enforcement, uh, law, law enforcement, law, 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 law enforcement, but even just a lot of people from the neighborhood. I got, I got to tell her one when I get home to hit up her <laughs> sister because her husband, they live, he's a police officer. Oh, okay. And they're in St. Louis. Oh, okay. So now it's like, and he's a drinker. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe uh, he heard of that place. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I can't remember when my uncle sold it or whatever else, but he still goes back there. His, uh, his kids stayed there and lived there and everything else. But, uh, uh, yeah, he sold it. I never had the opportunity to go there. My dad did. My brothers did. A couple of my brothers did. And they just said, yeah, Uncle Matt had one hell of a bar. So, but literally it was a good time spending time with him. I'm even thinking about going back, seeing him again. You know, he's, he, it's, you know, it's one of those emotional things at the same time, because, you know, my dad's been gone for 18 years. And if you looked at my uncle Matt, I mean, you would almost think that my dad and him were almost twins. I mean, literally that close in identity. Or you could tell they had a, the the genetic was strong between them, and just spending time with him, him telling me stories about my dad and everything else, and I guess my dad, my dad was had a very deep voice. He was a hunter. He did, he was the bird hunter, and 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 the thing is, is that I guess my uncle Matt just thought my dad was crazy. He, my dad liked to fight, which surprised the hell out of me. When they were growing up, I guess my dad would just scrap anybody. But they said when he back over when he got to high school, <clears throat> nobody messed with him because they all said they called my dad Billy. They said, "Oh, that's Big Billy Miley's brother right there. Don't you mess with him?" <laughs> so my, my uncle felt like a movie star on campus. He could do no wrong, <laughs> even though he was doing wrong. Nobody would mess with him. But no, it was really, really a good time. It was a good time spending time with him. And, and like I said earlier, even my brother bought a house next door to him. And so uh, spending time with my brother and everything, it was really cool. It was really cool. But then I went up to the house up in Oregon. How and, was uh, the food back there in Atlanta? It was good. Mm. It was good. I mean. Any good barbecue? No, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even stop by any place that had barbecue. One of the things that I do love that I ask for, and I don't know if you ever had them, and I don't know how many of you guys out there have even had them, but they're called boiled peanuts. And oh my God. They're called what? Boiled peanuts. Boiled. Boiled. Oh. Boiled peanuts. Now, what you will get, you can get roasted peanuts, and all of a sudden then they boil them after they're roasted. Not the same. You get the... Peanuts, you know, with the shell like you get at the at the uh, at the uh, Dodger game or yeah. whatever else, right? Okay, but you get them while they're still green. Okay, so when the shell is still soft. Oh. Okay, and then they boil those, and oh my God, they are amazing. Really? Oh yeah. If you ever don't don't try the roasted boiled peanuts. Don't try the royal. Don't try the roasted boiled. Try to get the green boiled peanuts. And there, there used to be places all over the place in Florida. Dudes on the side of the road selling those things. Can you get they them go, out here? Nope. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. oh, there'd be a bag sitting right in between the both of us right now if you could. Why didn't you bring a bag back? It wasn't in season. Oh. Was, you, oh you're oh. asking about the food, and it wasn't in season. Oh. So, you, had them in the, you had them before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because oh, so, you're asking me, was the food good back there? And I was, yeah, but what I really wanted to eat was boiled peanuts. Uh, and, I hadn't, and I haven't been back east in God knows how long. So I have, that was just one thing I just knew that I loved to eat back there. And those things are just amazing, amazing. So 
Hopefully, eventually, we're going to get this hey, season. Hey, I, I was trying to find, a, like, a picture while you were gone. All right. And I was going to post it. And, you know, that song, Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, so you're in Atlanta. You take off to Oregon. All right? Oh, yeah, dude. You know what? That, that the Oregon trip was a, a relaxation for the most part. Um Guy up there, I you know, he, he, I didn't plan on doing any fishing or anything, and I almost got it, and I still might even get a tag for archery tag for uh, elk, because I didn't get one, because you can still get them over the counter, and just right behind my house, you go right up there and shoot them, you know what I'm saying? But uh, there's a guy, I can't even call him a guy, yeah. Uh, Oh, man, I mean, I I can go with this all different directions, but I just got to tell you how I ended up getting to know people up there. And there's this guy named Matt Marty. And Matt Marty, I tell you, uh, you got to meet him. Chad, you, you, you got to meet this guy. Him and his wife, Joan, they own a dairy farm up there, and all their milk goes to Tillamook Cheese. So you know how good that stuff is. Oh, my is, right? God. When you go up there... <laughs> I'm telling you guys out there, the white spoils me sometimes, <laughs> and I like it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know they didn't have that cheese when I was up there. Oh, they didn't have that eight after the two thousand or the twelve year old yeah. cheese or whatever else. Yeah, they didn't have it. They oh. ran out. I was up there for two weeks, two weeks, bro, and we could not get it inside the store. So we don't know if they're out of it or what. Or but yeah, so or the, the cows not producing. Well, enough? no, because it, it's aged. You know, it's like yeah. 11, 12 years old. So you know, they may have sold all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, but they still had some other stuff. But I didn't bring it back. But you know, I'll probably go back up there and get get that other stuff to where it's. I think it's aged like five or six years or three or four years or something like that. But it's still good stuff. I mean, you know, Tillamook cheese oh. is amazing. Oh, all Tillamook. Right. I mean, ice cream. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and honestly. I never even heard of Tillamook <laughs> until you came back with that cheese. And I first thought at first, like, when you uh, came back with this cheese, I was like, I remember you're like, Harry, you were going to give me like three blocks of this cheese. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I just took one block. And I was thinking to myself, why is fucking Dwight giving me cheese? <laughs> right? Like, why? I take the cheese home. Tell her one, my wife. I say, hey, look, Dwight gave us some cheese. She goes, why? I go, he got some cheese. She goes, well, we get cheese at Stater Brothers for Pete's sakes, right? So it sits in our shelf door for a month. Right. Okay. Right. Non-cut open. And one day, I think she was making broccoli. And I like cheese on my broccoli. There you go. Okay. There you go. And she goes, oh, I got broccoli, but I forgot to get the cheese. <laughs> the Belveda. <laughs> okay? Right. And I said, hey, well, fuck. Get out that Tillamook cheese and melt that bitch down. And we'll do that. Well, thank you, Lord, that she only cut half that block. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm the only one going to eat the cheese. So she's like, there's no need to melt the whole block of cheese. Right. I'll just do half the cheese. Right. So she melts this cheese, guys. And I, I pour it on that broccoli. 
And I took the bite, and she heard me say, ooh. <laughs> she comes up, she's like, is it that good? And I was like, oh, my gosh. This cheese is like, yeah. She took a dip of that fucker, too. All right. Next thing you know, <laughs> next day, she's making nachos with it. <laughs> the cheese, guys, is amazing. Yeah. It's they, some of the best cheese I've ate. Absolutely. It, you know, they have a higher fat content in it. And from what I understand, if you guys ever get a chance to get up there, it's in the city of, in the county and city of Tillamook. So you won't, you you can't miss the damn place. But if you get up there, it's up on the north, on the coastal part of, of Oregon. But if you get up there, um, go to their uh, store, go to their, their warehouse, go to the factory. I'm sorry, go to the factory. They have a visitor's thing in there and they'll give you tours and everything else. They'll let you have free samples of the different cheeses, samples of the ice cream. Sounds like Costco. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly, bro. No doubt. And I tell you what, it is amazing. But one of the things is that what if I rem- if I remember correctly, because I really don't remember, is that I don't think they use heat to pasteurize the cheese. I think they let it naturally pasteurize and age on its own for a certain period of time, and then that's when they sell it. When it gets to that time, so it is, and I, it is delicious. And the, the ice cream is mm. amazing. That's all we buy now. Yeah, exactly. That's all in our refrigerator. <laughs> I don't even know why they sell dryers. <laughs> yeah, dryers used to be mine too, uh, until Tillamook came uh, right. I was like, yeah, done. And so going back to your cheese, I won't melt it anymore. Right. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's a waste. It, the cheese is so good, I don't want to waste any of it. Right. If not, I'll be getting my finger licking that. <laughs> okay. And I remember going to the Stater Brothers, or yeah, it was Stater Brothers. That's our store. Right. And we're walking down, and we're gonna get some ice cream because we're, we're ice cream guys at our house. Yeah. We like ice cream. Right. And like Rocky Road, I think we get a lot. Right. We're going down, and I there was this whole freaking aisle, dude, inside the freezer. It was like. <laughs> and I see it, and for one, she's, well, I think we're getting dryers, dude, okay? She's going in, and I, and I tell her, hey, let's try this, this ice cream. Right. And she's like, what? I go, let's try this. Til-. I go, what if this Tillamook ice cream is so bomb like that cheese? Why wouldn't it be, right? <laughs> I'm thinking it could be. Right, Absolutely. We take a chance. And I was like, you know what? It's a dollar more. I'll pay the dollar. It's four ninety nine a gallon. Yeah. Okay. Dryers yeah. is like three ninety nine. Right. Right. I said, I'll pay the extra buck. Let's try it. <laughs> hey, we haven't looked back once. <laughs> hey, if you go to my house right now and open up, there will only be Tillamook in that freezer. That's our same in my house, bro. Oh, Tillamook ice cream all day long. But hey, and just so you guys know, Tillamook is not a sponsor of the show. So <laughs> one thing for sure, Chad and I both tell you, we love good food. Yeah. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you meet Matt up in Oregon. Oh, yeah. Meet Matt up in Oregon and everything else. Met him at the Bayway Bar up there and everything else. And that bar's still there? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, remember I texted you the other day? I said $3 for Coors Lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three dollars Coors Lights. You have me at three. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a, it's the local bar up there, and it was, it was crazy because was I was there. Uh, my wife was at the house with the kids and everything else, and I was just there. And then got to having a conversation with the owner and everything else, and she's asking how I ended up there and everything else, and telling her about my dad. And then there was these other people that were there and overheard me talking to her and came up to me and said, "Hey, you know what? Your dad was a hell of a man up here. We miss him. He was part of the family up here." Uh, People were saying, you know, he's one of the finest men they ever met. So, you know, as a son, you know, was very proud to hear those things. And then Matt walks over and introduces himself and tells us he has a dairy farm over there. And the next morning, my kids are over there feeding his calves and everything and milking cows. So it was a good time. But he introduced me to, to some other great people that live up there. They're just amazing people. And the one guy was Dan Rocha. And he was what I call uh, Matt's uh cow podiatrist basically what he did was he just trimmed the hooves of all his cows so we were over there and i he mattered introduced me to him and him and i we started talking and he says hey you know you should go fishing with me one time you know he has a dory boat out of pacific city and he wasn't a guide or anything else like that but he just you know he just takes friends out and he goes hey just you know pay for my gas or whatever else and blah 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 so for years for a few years if I took my friends up there, if I went up there, we'd go out. And if you don't know what a dory boat is, it's basically the boat launches off the beach. It's a flat bottom boat with a big beveled nose. So if it goes through the waves and everything else. And uh, how big is it? 20 feet, maybe. Yeah, 20 feet and about six feet wide, maybe, or whatever else. And I had never done it before in my life. And it was amazing. And basically, you get out there, he launches, puts the boat in the water, and then there's a guy there that holds the boat. He climbs in the boat, turns the boat around towards the waves, and then he just guns. He watches the swells and the sets, and then all of a sudden, he just guns that motor. And but I tell you what, we get out there, and he drops these crab pots. How right? far are you going out? Oh, Three miles. You two, see land, miles. though. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. You're right there. Yeah, oh. you ain't going nowhere. And we're pretty much we're going fishing for link cod or we're trolling for salmon. Is the water really bad? I'm thinking 20-footer, <laughs> dude. No, no. It's water. It, it, if, if, if the way, if the swells are that bad, at least in, like it's like down here. You know, in the afternoon, a lot of times that wind picks up, right? And then all of a sudden, you start getting a lot more rough conditions and everything like that. But in the morning, I mean, we're launching out off the beach at 5 o'clock in the morning. He's dropping crab pots, bro, right? Because they got abundant amount of Dungeness crab. Ooh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? Not bar of water now. <laughs> and, I, and I love Dungeness crab. And I tell you what, he drops about three or four pots. And your limit per person is like 13, 14 each daily, right? So he drops that. He drops the pots in. We go out and fish. We go catching for uh, black bass. We we're catching link cod, and you know. And I think each one, each for the bass, you're five each is your limit. And then you got the crab. And oh my God, you'd think uh, the deadliest catch was when they pull in those pots, and those pots are full of crab. Oh my God, <clears throat> they got crab crawling off the side of the thing. So I tell you, the, well anyway, <clears throat> where I was going with this is that he went and got his guide license, you know, 
for fishing charter. He went and got it. And the thing is now that he charters, charters he doesn't clean a damn cow's hooves or trim cow hooves at all anymore. And I tell you what, if you guys ever want to get up there, if you want to go check it out, he's a great, great guy. And check him out. It's called Eagle Charters Fishing. Eagle Charters Fishing. And his, uh, let me see what it is. His uh, phone number is 503-737-8466. And you all know, just tell him that Dwight and Chad sent him. He won't know who Chad is, but he'll know who Dwight is. And I tell you what. And his website is EagleCharterDoryFishing.com. Eagle Charter Charters DoryFishing.com. You check him out, look at his website. And I say, if you get up that way, uh, it's about, uh, what is it? My house is about uh, 80, 75, 80 miles west of Portland. So, but yeah, <clears throat> a great time. Great time. Great time. And then, uh, and then I did, uh, I did do a salmon fishing. And well, you were up there right now. Yeah, well, I was up there, and I, I did this dude. You know, I, I'm telling you about these guys because I tell you, this is a, a hunting fishing show and everything else. And sometimes some people maybe maybe up in that area, but I tell you, another guy, he's a, he's my neighbor, and I met this guy one day. Wife and kids were up there, and it was my birthday weekend, or were up there for during my birthday, right? And uh, this guy, Russ. He uh, looks after my house. So any, any funky business going on or anything like that, he'll call me. Or if someone pulls up in the driveway, starts going in the house, a lot of times I'll let him know, hey, look, bro, uh, I got somebody coming up to stay at the house, so don't go killing them. He's like, all right, cool. Well, anyway, we're up there one year. <clears throat> excuse me. We're up there one year during the summer. And he goes, hey, why don't you go out, uh, go out fishing with me? And I said, well, how much is it going to cost you? He goes, ah, it's not going to cost you anything. I said, well, can, can my wife and kids go? And he goes, yeah. So right there on the Nahalem River, which is right down the street from my house, we go out. Bam, dude, nail my first salmon. Been going salmon fishing with that guy ever since. And I'm going to tell you something, Chad, and everybody out there, I am telling you, guys, it's called uh, Fishing with Russ or something like that. I'll look it up, be on the safe side, and if you – if you uh, need this number or anything else, just uh, leave a message or uh, send us a little message, and I'll, we'll get you the right number. But I will tell you this, Chad. He is the creme de la creme of salmon fishing. Bro, we were out on the river. at five, And there was me, and he had two other people on the boat that chartered seats. And I will tell you this. We're out on the river by 5.15, 5.30. We're off the river with our limit by 8.30, 9 o'clock. Mm. This dude, and if you ask everybody his reputation, he is the fishing machine up there. If you don't come off with your limit that day, there's something wrong. There's just no fish in the river. But this dude, he knows his salmon fishing. And I remember one time my buddies and I went up there and went fishing, Chad, and I tell you, bro, and that's when you had a limit of two. <clears throat> right now, the season is you only can have one. Oh. Yeah. So after September 15th, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> you can have two. You can catch two salmon. And I'm going to tell you, we went up there fishing one time. And after the 15th, Chad, we were off the water by 7 o'clock, 7.30, I think it was. 
we caught our limit. We caught eight, right? Total, yeah, eight. Because two each. We were at the bar having breakfast, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we went up the river, parked the boat, went inside, and man, we had breakfast. It was no later than eight o'clock. We were done with our limit off the water, having breakfast. Well, yeah, they skin it and all that. Yeah, I mean, gut he, it and all. Yeah, that. he'll gut it and everything fillet else. It. Fillet it. Do whatever that you want to do with it. You mean if you want, don't want it cut up, and then I take it down to this place down in in, in Tillamook, uh, Debbie D's, and she smokes it up. Mm. Oh yeah, I should have forgot to bring you a piece. Well, like, I've been running around all day today, but no. Oh yeah, unbelievable. Oh, you bought some home. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I brought my fish home. You find oh. that? You find that tobacco? Oh yeah, dang it, that's right. Oh, that's right. You know, that's because right. shitty ass California <laughs> fuckers, dude. I almost didn't find it. Oh no, shit. Oh yeah, the little 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 molar store that's in town there. They didn't have your flavor, so Matt, who chews, right? He chews the same stuff the dudes chew up there in, up in Canada, right? He goes, well, I go over here across. You know, my buddy over there owns this little store right across the street from the bar we go to. I said, well, you know what? Let me go over here and see if they got that chew that Chad uses, right? I said, okay. So I went over there, and sure enough, I said, you know, I had to look at your picture, make sure it was the right one. <laughs> <laughs> I went to get what you got, those pounces <laughs> So I said, hey, let me, yeah, I walk in, and the dude's like, yeah, you guys got chew, you got Copenhagen? Yeah, I said, hold on, let me look, let me look. And I said, look at this picture, I go, yeah, mint. He goes, I get you got a roll? He goes, yeah, I got it. I said, oh, thank you very much. So, yeah, I got you. Got oh, it. sweet. I, I, I did so many people car. out of town, out of state. Hey, dude, send me. I'm going to you the money. <laughs> of course, you know, never. nobody comes through. You right. know? I was like, oh, man, so right. so glad you got that. I got, oh, no, I'm absolutely. out. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Let me go look in the car right now. I'll be right back. Oh, Let me go so, take a look. So, I, don't, I, don't even know, I don't know if I, went, I grabbed it or whatever. So I thought I grabbed it out of my bag this morning, but I don't know. Let me go look. All right, so while Dwight goes out there and looks, I'll just keep talking, too. So, this is going to be a, a special time this year because you know why? In two weeks or a week, bear season opens up. It's archery season. It's going to be a good time. I know Seth out there, Black Bear Pursuit, he's uh, he's dialing it in. I can't wait to get him on here. It's going to be so great to talk to him after. But we're going to talk to him after the the archery opener, and we're going to see what he's all about, what he sees, what he got. But He's been using uh, those new Moultrie Edge cameras, and he's been, uh, dude, he has some tanks, dude. And if you guys follow real bear hunters, dude, follow Seth. Black Bear Pursuit, dude. This guy, yeah, dude, he gets bears. He's he's like the bear guru in NorCal. <laughs> and it was so nice to hang out with, uh, hang out with him. When we went to a pigorama together, it was nice. Uh, North Cal, SoCal bear hunters together. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty intense to see this guy, and he's a good guy. He's a big bear hunter, and he has a lot of things going on. Also, uh, go check out my guy Gabe over there at uh, New Mountain Outfitters, dude. Uh, I think he actually filled up all the bear spots already for this season. But check him out. Get on it for next year. Follow him. This guy, uh, yeah, dude, he is going to be rolling. 
with bears, dude. He has like 14, 16 cameras out there, dude. And he has like bears all over the joint, dude. So it's bear season. When you guys, if you anybody gets lucky and gets a bear, dude, hit me up, DM. I'm going to post it. I want to talk to you guys about it. I want to see your thought processes, how you work, what you did to get it. All that good stuff is what I want to do. And you know what? Anybody, kid, man, woman, anybody, just uh, DM me or Dwight uh, on our, our social platform, and we're going to get it, baby. So this is going to be epic because the season pretty much starts uh, next week. I think it's next week for bear, and then pretty much going to deer season. A lot of deer zones already opened up. AO opened up in a lot of areas. I know A zone opened up. I have some good podcasts coming up that some guys that just got some really nice freaking deer already, dude. Like some deer, nice deer are dropping already. I think the deer this year is going to be a lot better than any other year because of the water, the yeah, antler. That's antler. what I've been hearing. Yes. Oh, the antler growth is just amazing yeah. this year, dude. It's going to be nice. We're going to see some good action coming up real soon, Dwight. That's for sure. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? Absolutely. So, well, I didn't find that. I guess I left the chew at the house. Yeah, I knew it. But you know what, Chad? You know, I, I I know you probably you've done. I've listened to each episode. I, you know, what what are you going to get? What what is, what is your objective with this podcast, buddy? What is your objective? Meaning, what do you? What is it you're going to do for the listeners? What is it you're trying to? What, Chad, what type of show? I mean, right now, it's a, basically, I mean, it's just me and you having a good time, and and the other ones is you having a good time with somebody. But what's your objective in this show? You know what I'm saying? So, just, so you know, I know you had to think about it because I mean, before you even decided to do it, you had you had said, you know, this is going to be this is my plan. This is what I want to do. I mean, uh, I kind of have an idea, but I know I haven't heard it. You know what I'm so saying? I've always wanted to kind of do something like this, right? You know, I like the whole feeling of being like at a camp, and you know, right now, me and you're here, right here, we're podcasting. And it's the same with any other podcast is we're like around the fire right? talking deer stories. Right. I want every, you know, I could go on day and 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 talk to people about hunting, fishing, outdoors. Right. Hey, how was your aspect when you grew up? What did you do? Because I know what I did. Right. I'm still learning about you. Right. There's things right now that you just said right now I didn't know. Right. Okay? And I know a lot of it. Right. Like, absolutely. Because we're... We sat in... Yeah. We sat in tree stands. We sat everywhere together. We, well, because we're family. Time. Right. Like, you know, I know this... Me and Dwight, we're different. But this guy, he's family to me, and I would do anything for him and 100%. his family. And, and that's just not even a blink of an right. eye. Absolutely. Middle of the night. Right. Call me up. Whoop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I know. So that I know. For this podcast is, I think what really set it off, Dwight, was uh, she has a handyman unlimited sticker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the house you're supposed to patch. Also, remember? Oh, remember? She, I, out there that remember? I asked you. Did she get you, it done? No. Oh, I have to look at it. Yeah, I, just, oh. I told her we were coming over using her house, and she, she goes, "Well, who are you bringing to my house?" I go, "Chad." It is. Oh, she goes. Oh, I go. The dude's supposed to patch your thing. She goes, "Oh, Chad." I go, "Well, did you ever call him?" Well, no, I ain't called him yet. Yeah. She goes, "While he's here, tell him to give uh, me my answer." Uh, I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, I already like sitting around the campfire. I like camps, and I got to spend 
good camps with you, dude. And more to come. Absolutely. But I think what really set the tone of the camp is when we did that podcast in Arizona. Oh, yeah. We're all around the campfire. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was my first time. Yeah. And I had a freaking blast. It was great. Oh, yeah. yeah we, so everybody out there, we went out to Arizona. I had a hovelina tag. Oh, me and Dwight, we both had hovelina tags, a little freaking rodent pigs, but they're really big rats. We team up, and we're going to go out there with Mark SoCal Hunt Fist and Trevor JT Hunting, and Brandon went out there. Right. And we're going to go tent, and we're going to camp, and we're going to go to an area that we have no clue what's up. Mark and Trevor, they kind of took us under their wing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Younger dudes, because yeah. we're... we're we're the oldies. Yes. In the camp. <laughs> Me and you were the yeah. older. We're the elders. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We get into camp, guys, and well, we were going to go to this area. We already had a hobbling tag, so we and I only know one little area to go, and that's that was the thought plot to go. Mark, all SoCal, he says, "Hey, dude." We see hobbling all the time. Blah blah blah. Well, these guys got deer tags. We don't have deer tag, and that's why I said, hey, well, fuck it. We'll go hang out. We'll go do it. Right. So we go to Arizona, and we go to this spot, and we hang out. We we hunt. We got into animals. Yeah. Buried the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if you didn't hear episode number two of the podcast, you'll hear that story. I'm not going to repeat it, so you got to listen to it. <laughs> But we had a lot of fun. Oh, a blast. And when it got to nighttime, Dwight, and we're there cooking up, and we pull out that podcast, and we start podcasting. And I felt that was like home. All right. You know, right. sitting around a campfire with a fake fire. It's cool, <laughs> though. Okay. But it kept us warm. Damn right it did. It did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, my buddy, you know, my old Matt Slink Slap, he went out and got one of those same things for a campfire, oh, too. Did he? Yeah. Because they're badass. Because he went yeah. the second week up there with me. Oh, okay. Okay. So he got to see it. So we're there. We're sitting around that little campfire. And, dude, we're like, we're all like one. Yeah. You know, it wasn't one guy greater than the next guy. No. It wasn't like, oh, dude, like, I've hunt, you hunt, you killed this. You, it was nothing like that. No. It felt like we were all equal, dude. Yeah. Okay? All equal and having fun talking deer, pig, yeah. beer, Whatever. all kinds of stories. Because there right. were all kinds of stories that night. Yeah, okay? absolutely. And I remember sitting around that camp, and I was at the barbecue. Brandon was to my right. You were in the middle, and then it was Mark and JT. And I remember looking over at Trev and, Ma and Mark, and everybody was sipping their little drinks. And I said, dude, to myself, like, yeah, why? We're having the ball of our life, time of our life, right? living life, feeling good. And you know what? I felt good about that. We didn't get a hot lean. I still right. felt great. Right, absolutely. Okay, I, We left a winner. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, you're going home and losing. No, we are winners. Yeah, 100%. We gained a little bit of knowledge from everybody. And 
you gain knowledge from even people younger than us. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not the guy, and I know you're not either, to where I'm older than you, I don't listen to you. Right. No. No. I'm not that. Right. And I remember sitting around that, that fire, dude, and just hanging out. And I felt a great bond. Me and you already have a strong bond. Correct. And it, it's impeccable what we got going. Right. To bond, and these are all guys that you just met. Right. Okay. I've only met Mark a couple times. <laughs> that was my first time meeting Trevor, too. Okay. Okay? Okay. Leaving that camp experience, though, Dwight, it felt like I'd known both those dudes for a long ass time. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I mean, dude, even uh, Trevor's wife, dude, Joy, dude, yeah. she freaking rock star chick, dude. <laughs> She has a spur. Uh, I think it's called something spur company. Dude. Uh -huh. Like it's like, dude. She made me a deer antler bottle opener. Oh wow. Okay. okay. I've seen it. She posted this, and she's like, uh -huh. "Oh," and I was like, "Oh, I... hey, dude." The very next week when I went out there, gave it to me. Oh, outstanding. And I was, I was a little touched by it. Right. Great lady. Right. She didn't have to do that for me. Nope. She don't even know me. Right. Okay. <laughs> I barely met her husband a week ago. But she goes out of her way to send me a freaking... Uh, it's called Smith Spur Company. I think that's mm. what it is. I'm trying to like recollect real quick right. without getting no on worries. my phone, everybody. No worries. It's all but good. She sells all kinds of goodies. She makes all... She's very inventive. Oh, okay. She makes all kinds of good stuff. Oh, okay. So she gives me this deer antler bottle opener. I'm pumped about it. I have it in my truck still. <laughs> I use it all the time. It goes places with me, dude. I, I mean, it goes places with me. That's cool. That's cool. And when we left that camp, dude, I was just like, we had so much fun that me and you always going to remember that memory. Right. Why can't everybody else? I want everybody else to share ours. Yeah, absolutely. And, and by me and you teaming up to do this, and I couldn't pick a better partner. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. I got... I. Everybody out there, you guys don't know, but this guy means a lot to me, and he's a great partner, more than a partner. But absolutely, we are the Ebony and Ivory, <laughs> like I said, dude. And we're gonna make things rock up, and it's gonna be great. You know, you know, one of the things is, and sorry if I interrupted you, but one of the things that I saw with you <clears throat> was that that pig hunt, the first one that you guys did. And the thing is that when I when you posted those things on there and when you posted these guys who had first time in their life shot anything, I was like, wow, wow. That is the thing that I hope that we get out of this podcast is get those new people out there who want to get out there, who want to get after it, because you know as well as I do, they're making it harder and harder and harder for hunters to get on hunting property, public property to hunt. They're making it difficult for people to get licensed. And the bottom line is that we need more supporters of hunting and outdoors. Absolutely. And I and when you went up there and did that first pig hunt and the the outcry or the maybe not with the right word, but the the response 
that you guys got from the first hunt and then the second hunt, and you're still getting them. Cause, and, 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 and I learned, like I said, it was, it was, I'm not, it's like the, even like the first time I shot my bow and I killed something. It was amazing. It was, it was, I was hooked, straight hooked. And when you put post those uh, things on Instagram of those guys that, and you put up under the little caption, first time ever shot anything. And you just see the proud and the pride and the enthusiasm on those guys' faces. When they shot their first animal. Yes. And you were the one that created that. Yes. That is what I want to see. I yeah. want to see that, like, even going, I know you mentioned it on the other podcast about, you know, how uh, into depth fishing, how they're just nailing it. And there's people who've never been out there fishing. Nice. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And go on one of these boats. Yeah. Or just like, that's the thing. It's, it, it, it's what I want to see out of this is that, one, absolutely, talking, hanging out. Meet new friends, meet new people, all that great stuff. But also getting those people who never done it that want to do it. And that's one thing I'm going to try to do also. I'm going to reach out to Wes and Donnie. Right. Or even uh, Ramon out there at Slade Day. He has a boat, a charter boat and all that. Instead of, we're not just all about hunting. I, don't want, I want to do everything, right? Right, absolutely. Hey, I wouldn't mind getting like four listeners and go fishing a day. Oh, yeah. Let's do something like something. that. Just, we had never done it or we're just want to set do up it. something like that. We're going to get it down. Oh, yeah. But the hunting part, like you're saying. Getting the new one. Yes. Getting the new and one. I know I jumped the gun and get this going because we went up to CGM up Chase up there in, uh, up there at the pig place mm. uh, up north, guys. Check out CGM, Conservative Game Management. Chase, top notch, dude. His operation, he runs up there, Dwight. I can't wait to meet this guy. Dude, second to none. He's the best. I mean, just in the sidebar conversation that we had, and you telling me about this guy, he almost seemed like he's torn from the same cloth as us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a younger dude, but us. Yeah. And his ethics are like us. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. And I'm always going to, we're going to have future business with this guy. Oh, outstanding. And so I knew it was limited time to get, and we started, so back in the day, on those last two pig hunts, everybody knows it, of the, the Pigorama. Right. And I parted away from that podcast, and I started my own. It's called the Whack'em and Pack'em. Everybody knows it now because you're on this Whack'em and Pack'em, right? <laughs> so I didn't want to do the Pigorama, so I call it the Ham Slam. That's perfect. Okay? We I like that. It. I like that. Because I'm not a biter. No. Even though I made up the Pigorama <laughs> name. Right. Okay? I'm, the like, ham I'm not. The, I'm not right. that guy. Right. So. We got the I ham. like that. I like that. The, the ham, ham slam. slam, baby. <laughs> so I reached. I I posted, and literally filled that hunt up nice. in like a couple hours. See, filled it up. And I, and I, I know I'm kind of talking ahead, but how many of those guys had never killed anything before, Jeff? Oh my god! Uh killed anything? Or killed yeah, anything. None of them killed a pig. None of them killed a pig all, before. All no pig killers. Okay. Oh, my uncle was up there. Okay. okay. Other than that, nobody's killed a pig. Wow. Two guys killed deer. Okay. Only. With rifles. Okay, they're all rifles. Right. And that's no biggie. But No biggie. On this Pam Slam that just went down, Dwight, there's one guy. His name's Nacho Beltram. 
Okay. Okay. His name's like Nacho, but he goes by Nacho. Nacho. Okay. Okay. I like. He's like you call me. Like, nope, Nacho. It is because I can remember Nacho. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was calling Nacho Libre all weekend, right? So, and I was thinking more of the joke, Nacho Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this guy reaches out to me, dude, and he goes, "Hey, I was." This is how ironic this guy is. He goes, thank you, Lord, that I posted the ep for episode one, the Whack'em and Pack'em podcast on Spotify, soon to be on all platforms. Right. This guy, he got a hunting license last year, Dwight. Okay? Okay. He went bird hunting, shot a bird, and lost it. Okay. He shot a bird with a shotgun and it still flew away, Dwight. Okay. That's it. Right. He decides, I'm going to go buy a rifle. <laughs> so I might hunt big game. He's never hunted. Wow. And I never really got into it and asked about it, but I think he might be the guy that did an online class. Okay. <laughs> Who is it? Teacher. Green. Oh. He's a teacher. Okay. Okay? And Nacho, okay. if you're here, keep teaching, baby. Don't worry about that cut on your eye. Because he scoped himself. <laughs> and that was the very best, right? So, oh, listen to this. So he reaches out to me on my Chatterpillar name. Because everybody out here listening to this knows that I'm Chatterpillar. Right. He reaches out to me and he said, hey, I just went on. I didn't know you could do this. He goes, I just went on Spotify. And I Googled up. SoCal podcast. And I came across your podcast. And he's asking me questions about hunting. What is it? Deer hunting. Right. And I tell him, hey, I know it's early. I know it's, I know it's just like quick for you. But I have a pig hunt going on I can get you on. If you want to go do a pig hunt at CGM up north. And where does he live? He lives, uh, if you remembered. I know if he was a Downey. Southern. Oh, so he's Southern California. Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. He, he got on and he looked up SoCal hunting platforms. And all of a sudden, Whack'em and Pack'em podcast <laughs> pops up. He listens to the first one. And he tells me, hey, he's hitting me up questions asking about deer. Right. I tell him, hey, dude, you want to go on a pig hunt? I think we can make room for you if you want to go on a pig hunt. All right. He goes, give me one hour so I'm going to ask the boss, which is his wife. Right, of course. Okay. <laughs> Almost sounds like our hunt when we went to New Mexico, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I said, fine. It didn't matter because we already had the, the hunt full. Oh, okay. It was it was it wasn't going to be a, a shake off me either way. I right. wasn't worried about it. Right. Hunt's full. He called me up in ten minutes, dude, and said, "I'm in. I want to go." I go, "Okay." Here's the deal. And he goes, "Uh, what do I need?" And I go, what do you mean, what do you need? He goes, well, I've never hunted. 
And uh, hold on, I'm still podcasting. <laughs> uh, He's on his phone. <laughs> so my wife's asking where we're going. Yeah. What's up? I'm like, what's the podcast? So this guy, he tells me, what gear do I need? I go, what do you mean? I, he goes, oh, I, that's when he tells me I've only hunted bird once. And I lost a bird. <laughs> Get after it, Nacho. Get after yeah. it, buddy. So I was like, all right, well, here's the basics you need. He didn't have binos. I had extra binos. I loaned I loan him a pair of binos. I mean, I go, you got boots, got cooler. You got that. Right. And then he goes and tells me, I got a rifle. I go, you got a rifle? He goes, I got a rifle. I bought a rifle. I go, cool. He goes, I just got it. <laughs> and I go, what? What do you mean you just got it? He's like, oh, yeah, I, I just got this rifle, and I picked it up the, not too long ago. Never shot a shell through it. Wow. So this is how green this guy is. <laughs> He's going on a pig hunt at CGM. Okay. He's never shot a rifle. He's never no. Not only he's he's never put a bullet through that rifle. Right. He's never shot a rifle. <laughs> he's never shot a rifle. So we get up there, dude. And short as shit, he's never he, brand new. I, I mean, it, still in the fucking box. <laughs> in the plastic bag. Right? I'm like, <laughs> he never even took it out. <laughs> paperwork's still there. I mean. And there was two other hunters up there. They're kind of seasoned. They never killed pigs, but they've hunted deer. Okay. Adam and Phil. Okay. And we're going to meet. Well, we already did Phil, but me and you, we're going to drive to Anaheim soon. Okay. To do Adam. And Nacho's going to meet us over there because okay. I'm, I am interviewing. I'm podcasting everybody that shot a oh, pig. Oh, that's cool. And I'm even po- I even podcasted a lot of people already that did the pigorama. That's cool. Because a lot of those uh, episodes got deleted or something happened with their audio. It didn't work. Whatever. Whatever. Right. But I'm I'm a man of my word. Correct. I re- I got all these guys to do these hunts. They deserve a podcast. Absolutely. So I've already podcasted several guys. There you go. And me and you, we're going to go out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Adam and Phil, dude, they took this guy under his wing. They, like, I thought I was like, and I'm not a good rifle hunter. Right. I'm like, but I know how to sight them in. I can help. Right. I didn't have to do any of that. Really? I just sat back and just took pictures and had my binos and watched and. Wow. Hey, these guys just, they didn't, they just met them. They just met them, Dwight. They don't know. Adam and Phil. Adam, Phil, and Nacho. Yep. They, they, they didn't know this guy, but. Adam and Phil are, dude, on another level. Really? Of having everybody around them succeed. Nice. And they, nice. Took, they took Nacho under his wing to shoot a rifle. They got him sighted in. I mean, they... Oh, shit. That's they, cool. Hey, it's got That's him sighted in. That's amazing. Yeah. He ended up scoping himself. Right. <laughs> Cut his fucking head. I was like, oh. I go, if anybody draws blood first, it's Nacho. <laughs> and uh, it it felt nice to see him end up shooting a pig. Right. Oh, never, and that was his first big game ever. Right. There was another kid up there also, Justin. 
16. Never shot any animal ever either. Shoots a pig. Nice. So the sea, like you're saying, bringing people, those people listen to us. Absolutely. And it's nice that knowing that people are kind of looking up to us. Right. And and looking for guidance. Yes. That's what this is supposed to be all about. Exactly. Exactly, brother. And I feel that me and you could give Absolutely. people the guidance they yeah. need. Absolutely. We might be quirky. We might be <laughs> funny. We might do our own thing. All good. Absolutely. But we, our message is the same. Yeah, 100%. Our, our message is to see everybody succeed like us. Yeah. You know? And to share camps with people, Dwight, is super amazing. Oh, absolutely. Right? <laughs> look, at, look at Bob and Scott, right? <laughs> Two guys from Texas. We met on a New Mexico bull hunt. Greatest yeah. dudes. Greatest dudes. You know? Greatest dudes. Here, here, here we are, everybody. We're in a camp in Chama, and we show up to this elk camp. Our, our bunkies was actually... Banks outdoors, the guys that do Banks feeders, that was our roommates. Yep. Turned out they're pretty cool dudes. Yes, they Okay. Were. At first, it was like, oh, because here's <laughs> Chad and Dwight rolling in the camp first. Okay. We went a day early. Yep. We went a day early, so we went, you know, all lagged out. We went a day early. We show up at the camp. Here's a guy fully tattooed out, <laughs> neck. Arms all the way down, tattooed white guy. Rolled in with this black eye. <laughs> That's black rock over here. Six five, chiseled out. Okay. We look like the misfits rolling in. Yes, we do. And I remember at first these guys looked at us like, ooh. <laughs> Who are these guys? Who are, they, are they coming to clean up the lodge or the camp? <laughs> I don't think they're here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> we got the eyeball, the stink eye. I'm like, who's yes, the guy? Did. Okay? The stink eye with the side eye. <laughs> <laughs> and they pair us up with people. Well, they give me and Dwight, the bank boys with the bank feeders, yeah. the last cabin lodge away from everybody. Right. And... I can't, I, you know what? I think, oh, they got Scott and uh, Bob. They were in the main, main lodge, lodge yes. upstairs. Yes. Yes. And the first night of dinner, <laughs> we go to eat. And inside this lodge, everybody, they were like school cafeteria tables. Like back in the days when you're in school, you go to the cafeteria. Right. And that's how these tables were. Well, Everybody filled up one table and they wouldn't let no room for <laughs> me, Dwight, and the Texan boys because Bob and Scott, they come out, they're coming in, they look like hee-haws, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Straight hee-haw, southern accent, just, yeah. Exactly. You would just, if you wanted to say the stereotypical, right, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, we we sit at the, at the second table. Yeah. <laughs> we start meeting Bob and Scott. We start talking to Bob and Scott. I remember that night we go back, me and Dwight, like, dude, those guys are fucking pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. Next day, because remember, we're on a five-day hunt. Next day, same thing. Breakfast yep. and lunch. Yep. We sat at one table. 
the guides were at another table, and everybody else is on this other table. And I'm telling you guys, this is a camp of 16 people. Yeah. This wasn't like a four-man hunt. Nope. And you're just talking about four of us at a table by ourselves. That's it. Big table. Yeah. <laughs> Come day four, because... Three or four. It, everyone gets us, yeah. it was at the end. Yeah. But could, by the way, we were having fun. Yeah. Oh. Every day. <laughs> we go hunt in the morning, and it was a hard hunt. Yeah. And we hiked. And we and we had Chris. Yeah. We had that little guy, Chris. Oh, and God, yeah. this guy's a little freaking five-foot-tall billy goat. And yeah. like, woo! Hey, never winded. Never. 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 And it's Ugh. like, oh, we... We just keep going and going and going and going. And, like, I thought I was, I mean, I know you were puffing a little bit. Oh, yeah, I was. Because we're hunting 10,000 feet elevation. <sighs> and he was hiking like nothing. Mm -hmm. And we come back from the day hunt, hang out, have a good time, drink beer, have, woo, have a good time, get go out for the evening hunt, come back, party some more, woo. And when I say party, party of four. <laughs> because it was me, Dwight, and the Texan boys. That's right. It's all of a party of four of yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come day four, I think it was day four. Yeah, something like that. I remember getting up, getting my food, getting in line. Because it's like, you know, get in line, get your food, load up your plate. Everybody at our table. Yeah. Hey, I literally came and said, oh, <laughs> yes, you I did. can't even sit down on my own table. <laughs> yes, you did. And I'm looking like, why are all you guys over here now? Because you know why, everybody? They weren't having fun. Tell them what Beg said. Yep. Beg's got up. Remember? Yep. He got up from that other table, walked over, sat down at our table and said, you guys look like you guys are having a lot of fun. And I want to join it. Yeah. And I want to spend some time having some fun. Because everybody's out there to have the same mission, to get an elk. Exactly. But also to meet new people. Oh, yes. And interact with new people. Yes. See what the next person's all about. Have fun. Well, if you don't want to open up, right. you'll never know. You'll never know. And everybody knows who I am. <laughs> and you know how you, everybody knows who Dwight is on our videos. We're all about fun. We open exactly. up. We don't hold back. No, not at all. It's all about a good time. You're there to enjoy yourself. Absolutely. Meet good people. And where we're going with this is that, exactly, we met two great freaking guys, Bob and Scott, amazing dudes, that even that day, I don't know if Chad, I didn't hear him talk much about it on the other podcast or anything else, but we ended up going to uh, Epic Outdoors, or what was it called before? Uh, Double Diamond. Uh, Double Diamond. And uh, we were going on that, our bear hunt last year, and we were trying to get the, 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 the two other spots. And literally, by the third or fourth day, Chad and I are in our, our room, and I said, hey, what do you think if we get those other two spots? I said, well, we invite Scott and Bob. And Chad said, Dwight, 100%. He goes, I'd love to spend a camp with them. I said, so would I. <clears throat> Ironically... The day that we were all leaving or the night before we were leaving, whatever else, Bob hit us up and goes, hey, you know, because we were talking to him about our hunts, right? We are telling him, hey, this is where we're going, da, da 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 and I told him we were trying to get those other two spots, right? And all of a sudden, Bob goes, hey, you know what? We'd like to consider, hopefully that you guys would consider taking me and Scott 
if you guys get those other two spots. And me and Chad looked at him and said, you know what, Bob? That was already in the plan. I go, you just mentioned it because we were going to mention it to you. That was already that we met. You guys are one hell of a bunch of guys, and we want to continue to enjoy having a good time. And Bob's a crazy, out of control, south of the border fishing fool. Yes, he is. Right? In yeah. the big tournaments? Yeah. Oh. Him and his wife. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, literally, but I tell you what, that is, that's, that is what I'm glad that Chad is expressing to you guys now about. That, that that sitting by the campfire, meeting new people, because that's one of the biggest things. I, that's why I wanted to know. Uh, I know Chad's outgoing person. I mean, think about it. That's how we became friends, because he's outgoing. We're both outgoing. But then, it's, it, it, again, it's like sharing new things with other people. And then all of a sudden, look like, the, like those dudes did for Nacho. Just yeah. they didn't have to. They, they no. spent their day, right? They did not have no. to do nothing. And they just spent their time, took the time out. To hey, make this guy have a better trip. Hey, and you know what? They helped him sight their guns in, his gun in, before they shot their own gun. Wow. Yeah. See? That's cool. Yeah. See? And they that's got- the kind of people we want to listen. That's the kind of people we want to listen. That you know what? It's not about you. It's about everybody. Right. It's about everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like letting the kid, like when you're on a fishing boat, right? Let the kid catch a fish. This is his first fish. Give him a pole. Take the pole, son. Go ahead. Absolutely. It's the same thing. You know, it's all about getting new people. And that's and Chad, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that's that is the intent of this whole thing is to continue to share and, and hopefully get more people and get more people involved and, and get people to go out there and enjoy what it really and, is. And you know, and by them hearing these podcasts that we're doing, and there's gonna be so many of them, mm-hmm. every week, guys, there are gonna be one, maybe two. And it's gonna crack out. People are gonna hear how much fun that we're having, that they wanna have the fun. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it's going to come Absolutely. down to, and it's going to be fun, yeah. and we're going to keep continuing. And on that note, we're going on an hour and a half. Woo! <laughs> Good Lord. And you know, everybody, we could keep going and going and going because that's what we do. That's what we, we could, do. We could talk it all day. Oh, yeah. I want and, every- and the crazy part is that, yeah, we do have a couple drinks, and what did Chad say? You know, he, he get to about four or five, he just keeps going. <laughs> I deeply want to thank everybody for following along. If you guys are like listening, like what you hear, subscribe to us. Uh, soon we'll be on all platforms. Right now we're on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Anchor. I'm figuring it out. I'm still new to the game. I'm going to get it all dialed in. But, you know, if you guys like it, leave a comment. Subscribe to us. We'll appreciate it. Hey, and at the same time, if you have any suggestions, like you said, we're new at this. You know, I mean, I know there's things you guys want to listen to or what, or some things that you want to learn or trust me, Chad will definitely try to reach out and get whatever it is that you want to listen to because people will be interested in it. And the thing is, it may be something that he's interested in. Hell, maybe something we all are interested in and yeah. that people want to listen. So listen, the, the, the show is not just about Chad. It's about you. It's about your, like he said, it's about your experience. It's about what you've done. It's about what you want to do. About what do you want to learn? About certain certain things that you want to hear on the on the podcast. So if you got any suggestions, put them on there. I know you didn't have a suggestion box, but hey, shoot a text, <laughs> shoot a whatever else, and just hey, let them know what you think you want to hear about something, and and we'll look it up and see what we can come up with for you. What do you think, Chad? I, I'm all I'm all in, baby. Like there you're all in, absolutely. And uh, everybody out there, thanks for everybody. Listen, keep listening. Don't stop. We're not <laughs> stopping. We're going forward, baby. And then you know what? <laughs> Deer season's around the corner. 
Fair season's around the corner. Well, deer season started in a lot of areas already, but it's here. I can't wait to see pictures. Tag us. Tag Lackland Packham Podcast. Tag us, and we'll re-tag them. We're all about that. And everybody out there, thank you so much. Get out there. Shoot your bow. Put up some trail cameras. Get out there. Do your research. Do whatever. you you got to get those reps in, by the way. And you know what? You will be tagging us. Whack them. And tack them. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Good night.